Today we have the privilege of having Amy Ogston with us, representing the CareNet Pregnancy Center. And have you been there a year and a half now? Or is it just about a year and a half? As, as the director in Sault Ste. Marie. And I didn't have the privilege of being here last year when she came and presented the work. And so I'm glad that I get to be here this time. Uh, to hear we're familiar with them. We, we uh, drop stuff off when our baby pantry has excess and an overload of, of clothing and stuff like that. We like to, to uh, take it and drop it there and make sure that it'll be put to good use. And I'm just gonna get out of your way and let you come and share, Amy. So I do have um, one clarification. I, I don't mean to be a nitpick, but my name is actually spelled A-I-M-E-E. -E. Um, I, it's the French version. And I found out a few years ago when I worked, um, I, was in, I worked in healthcare for 15 years before I started working in ministry. And when I worked in healthcare, I found out that the correct pronunciation of my name is actually e -may. And I thought that was really cool. <laughs> And I thought, oh, you know, I think I like that better. But my mom named me Amy. She chose that spelling. And so I had to honor her with what she had decided to name me. Um, so I, as I mentioned, I, I worked in healthcare uh, for 15 years. And then I worked in ministry for seven years. I was the um, director of community impact and missions at a church in the Lansing area. And I loved my time there. I I learned so much about church leadership, and I, I, am, I have to say I'm really impressed about all of the things that your church is doing to reach the community around you. Um, all of the, you know, they're not just events and activities, the Vacation Bible School, the um, Ladies' Day, the, the shoeboxes. They're not just activities. They're things with intention, and I love that Pastor John talked about be praying. Be praying for those children who are going to receive boxes. Be praying for those children and their families that are going to be coming to VBS. It's not just the children that you're reaching, but it's their parents. So just, I, I encourage you to um, do what he said, to be praying for that and to, um, to count it as a great privilege that you get to be part of God's work in this community. That's, it's so important and it's not something that we should take lightly. Um, has anybody ever heard the expression, bloom where you are planted? So that is very much where you are. You are in the community of Newberry, so you need to bloom, you need to shine for Christ in every interaction that you have with those around you. So um, I do have my two, two of my children with me today, my two younger children some of you have met. I have Aubrey um, and Ian, and they are thrilled to be here. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're heading up to Tacoma Falls after we leave here today, so we're excited about that. Um, so CareNet Pregnancy Center, I don't know if you know, but it has been around for almost 41 years. This November, I believe, will be 41 years. I know last August we celebrated 40 years uh, with our banquet. Um, and it's been a vital part of the Eastern Upper Peninsula, Peninsula um, for all those years with thousands of lives being impacted in countless lives being saved. It's not just me, though. I am the executive director, but I have a wonderful team of volunteers, a wonderful staff in our board that keeps the ministry in line with everything that we do. Um, I appreciate our board. They, they keep me accountable. They ask tough questions. They truly desire to have the love of Christ be extended to every person who walks through our doors. And 
this past year, I can, and I know before I came, it was being done, but this, I get, I've only had the experience of the last 16 months, so um, I see it every day. Um, in fact, Karen at Pregnancy Center of the EUP was the very first crisis pregnancy center in the state of Michigan. So we were kind of trendsetters and vigilantes for um, the fight for saving lives. I have found that the work of a pregnancy center is not for the faint of heart. We deal with real people facing very real situations every single day. Uh, I wanted to share just a few examples with you of situations that we get to encounter, whether through phone calls or through website contacts or for, from people showing up at the center. Um, college students who have bought the idea that abortion is their only option and they want us to provide an ultrasound to find out the, the gesta gestational age of the baby to determine what kind of abortion to have. That's particularly true in the form of chemical abortion, also known as the abortion pill. Um, <clears throat> there's supposed to be a, a cutoff age of where the abortion bill can be prescribed. But what we're finding is that these prescribers of the abortion pill aren't exactly following those rules. And so we've had some, actually we've had some pretty scary situations with clients recently who have taken the, they took the very first abortion pill and then there were complications. And then the clients are reaching out to us for guidance, but we can't give them any guidance because they're reaching out to us because they can't reach the person who prescribed the pill. And so they're stuck in this scary situation with no follow-up. Um, so that's one reason why we as a staff, as an organization, are angry about the abortion pill because it's not, it's not the easy thing that the prescribers and the supporters of our making out to be. It has very real consequences and very serious implications for the women who are taking this pill. Um, we have women that are in abusive relationships and they just believe that this is the only thing for them. They believe that they're they deserve the abuse they're getting. They believe that they, there's no other option. Um, these are clients that we serve every day. We have men, male clients, who are trying to get rights to see their children. So one of the surprises that I have encountered since being on staff is there are quite a few men who are truly desiring to be good dads to their kids. And on one end, sad, and it's kind of sad, the situations they're coming from. But on the other end, it gives me hope that these, there are men who truly want to be good dads to their kids, and they're reaching out to us for services. And we have women who are married to men who um, think it's okay to sit on their butts all day playing video games while their wife works four jobs and raises the children. With each scenario and each client that we serve, there are some vital elements in the ministering that we do. The first is we very much need to lean on the Holy Spirit in the leading of the conversations that we have with clients who come through our doors. We desperately want to speak love and truth to save lives, and we do do that. But we also recognize that our human abilities, that in our human abilities, we will fail if we try to do it on our own. Secondly, we have to strip away any judgment towards the decisions our clients have made or will make, or as well as any pride that's in our hearts that demonstrates that we think we're better than them because we are not. The only difference between us and them is that we have the hope of Christ in our hearts. And 
my opinion is if we have the hope in Christ in our hearts, we better be living out that way and acting out that way in the clients that we serve. I have a very small tolerance for judgment um, with our clients. Thankfully, our staff and volunteers, they're not judgmental. They work very hard to truly show the love of Christ. We actually have a small sign in the center. It's a very small sign, and it's taken from Luke 23, 24. It says, love them anyway. And we look at that sign every time we're walking down the stairs to greet our clients as they come in the door. And it's a reminder to me and to my staff and volunteers, we need to love these clients anyway, even if they're coming from dirty situations, even if their kids are unruly and, and don't behave well, even if they come in reeking of marijuana. We have to love them anyway because that's what Christ has done and that is what he does. Having been the executive director for a little over 16 months, I have seen the approach of Love Them Anyway work. There are many fine programs and services available in the Eastern Upper Peninsula, and we are working with many of those organizations to let our clients know about them, and they're letting their clients know about us. So it's actually become very beautiful and um, just to be working together, because the common denominator is we all truly care about the people that we're serving. Um, the United Way may have different reasons for helping people than we do, but the common denominator is that we truly care about those people. What I have said to my staff and volunteers is our niche is that we have Jesus. So in everything we do, we show the love of Christ. They may get services and um, support from uh, DHS or uh, the health department, but they're not getting Jesus there in its entirety. We're a Christian organization. We don't shy away from that. So they're getting Jesus along with a whole lot of other things that we provide. Um, in fact, we've become the agency that the caseworkers and probation officers in Chippewa County refer to when it comes to parenting classes. This has just happened in the last six months where we're getting calls from the court asking if we'll take some of their clients who need parenting classes because they have recognized that we have an excellent program. And I think that's a pretty cool thing um, to, be, to be not proud of in a prideful way, but like, look at what God is doing through us. Um, and while we are so happy to be able to provide the services that we offer, such as pregnancy tests and ultrasounds, parenting classes, tangible goods that can be earned through classes and shopped for in the crib, formerly known as the Mart, um, we have mentoring and emergency resources. But what drives us the most and sets us apart from other agencies, like I said, is that we offer the hope of Christ. And that is through the relational component of everything that we do, from in-person classes with our mentors to the texting capability that we started last summer. We are very relational in the care and compassion we show to our clients. Uh, we pray for our clients. Um, we share with each other prayer needs. Um, if we see our clients out in public, we are not shy about hugging them and giving them a word of encouragement. Twenty. 2022 was a year of highest yet numbers in the history of Karenet Pregnancy Center. Uh, we performed 30 pregnancy tests in 24 ultrasounds. We had 756 appointments between in-person and online earn and learn classes. Speaking of the online classes, we began that program in August of last year, and by year end, we had held 
and had held 56 online lessons with our clients, and they completed that too. <laughs> That's how I count it, is if we can, we can assign the classes, but if they don't complete it, it doesn't count. But 56 clients completed online classes in four months. This year, however, in 2023, just six months in, we have already performed 17 pregnancy tests, 10 ultrasounds. We've had 721 appointments, and 139 of those are online classes that have been completed. We have over 30 online clients, and that has grown huge, and this has become a huge benefit to the people that we're serving, because many of our clients, they live farther out, and they don't have transportation to come to the center, so this is a way that we can reach them. They're getting good parenting classes, as well as support with us, because with every client who does an online lesson, we're texting them. And then when they come into the crib to redeem the points that they earn in the classes, we're loving on them and encouraging them there. Um, it, it's been a very um, cool way to reach people. In 2022, we had 2,135 client touches. Those are the services that we provide, the text messages that we do um, in person if they come in person. And already this year we've had 2,167. So we've surpassed what we had in 2022. So we are vastly growing our impact in the Eastern Upper Peninsula and how we are reaching clients to tell them the importance of the value of not only their life, but the life of their child that they're considering aborting. Um, it's, it blows my mind. The third element of our ministry is also relational, and that involves our relationships to you, our supporters. Our ability to do this pro-abundant um, life uh, ministry can only be done through financial support of individuals and churches and organizations that believe in the work we are doing. Your church is a faithful supporter of our work, and we are so thankful for that. Your support encourages us not only financially, but also emotionally. You see, because we truly are in the front lines of a very real war against the value of life. We can't escape that in the work that we do. Um, my staff and our volunteers were faced with that every day. We truly are fighting for lives. So many of our clients are defeated. They're just worn down. Many of them come from horrific situations, generations of abuse, and the belief that things just cannot get any better. I had a recent, um, I, I'm feeling led to share this with you. We had a recent um, a client, a young man actually, who reached out to us. He left us a voicemail message on a Friday, so I didn't return the call until Monday when I went back into the office. And he said, I, I heard that you offer supervised visits, because that is something that we have started doing where we, we supervise visits with custody issues. The court recommended us for that, so we are doing that. And he wanted to set up a time to do that. So I called him on Monday, and I said, why don't you come in? We'll meet. He was a young man. He's actually a year younger than my oldest son, so he's 22. And this, this young man came in, and he was just, he came in with his hood on. He was wearing a hoodie, and kind of slouched over. And with all of our clients, I invited him in, offered him a cup of coffee, some water, some snacks, and invited him into one of the mentor rooms and just sat down and talked with him and said, tell me what's going on. So he told me he was trying to get 50-50 custody of his son. His son is about 16 months old. Um, this young man has been in jail 
uh, he has struggled with. Um, not addiction, but he struggled with substance abuse. He doesn't, he doesn't think he's an addict. I don't think he is either, but anyway. Um, but he said, I've been, I've been sober for nine months, and I, I just want to be a good dad. And he was saying this, and you could just tell his confidence was so low. And I, I almost think that he came in thinking that we were going to point our finger at him. But we don't do that, so I didn't do that. And I'm um, just talking with him, and so explain the program to him, explain to him how we can help him. And I see him, like, kind of his countenance. Scripture talks us about tells us about countenance, um, how that can change, how a, a good word can um, change the countenance on people's face. And so I see him changing in his, the hope in his eyes. And, um, and I tell him, and I said to him, you know what, I, in case no one has told you, I just want you to know you're a good dad. And he just, you know, <laughs> didn't believe me. And I said, no, really, you know, you have made mistakes in the past. That's evident. I've made mistakes. Please know that I've made mistakes. Um, but you're here. And you're here because you want to be here. You're not, he wasn't court ordered to come to parenting classes. It was recommended by his probation officer and he decided to reach out, and so he was there. And I said, I want you to understand, you took the first step. You're here because you desire to be a good dad to your kid. And he said, yeah, I do. And uh, I said, you know, I can tell that you've come from a, a rough background. And he said, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and my heart just hurt for him but I was so happy at the same time that he was there. So we finished out our conversation, and then I was able to, um, we have a male mentor who is a pastor at one of our local churches. And during this appointment, I was able to connect the client with the pastor to do mentoring sessions. So they connected and they met, agreed to meet the next day. And then at the end of our visit, and he's feeling a little bit more encouraged, and I am just like, Lord, thank you for this opportunity that I got to, to meet this young man. Um, I took him out to the crib and said, you know, oh, we did a parenting class too while he was there. And I said, you earned five points today, so you get to get some items from the crib for your son. We went out there, and he picked out a package of pull-ups and a package of wipes, and I handed them to him. And he said, I'm not used to receiving gifts. And it just about broke me. Because a package of diapers and a package of wipes was the love of Christ that this young man needed in that moment. And that is because of our supporters. So if you support, yeah, I know you support us through your church, but if you support us individually, please know that this young man felt the love of Christ through a package of diapers and a package of wipes. And the cool thing is, sorry, I didn't mean to get this emotional. The cool thing is, is that he did meet with that pastor the next day, and they had a wonderful conversation. And later that night, the young man texted the pastor and, and said, you gave me some really heavy things to think about today, and I'm so thankful. And they, they'll be meeting again this week, too. And so I just... That's because of the work of what we're doing in the EUP. It, we're, we're making a difference. This man's life is going to be changed. And I would ask that you pray for him because 
He's trying to make good changes now, but you have to know that Satan's going to come after him even harder and more furiously. But we have him right now, and actually I'm scheduled to meet with him tomorrow morning, and I'm looking forward to that. So, whoo, you're all doing okay? <laughs> My kids hate it when I cry when I speak. Sorry, guys. Um, so each week before we uh, prepare our deposit, we pray over the checks that have arrived, and we thank God for his provision, for his work, and through the hands and hearts of those who wrote those checks. Please know how humbled we are when we're doing the deposit. And we're so encouraged that you, our supporters, believe in the work that we're doing. So if you are tithing and supporting the ministry work of First Baptist Church of Newberry, and you're supporting, um, you are supporting the work of Karen and Ministry Pregnancy Center, because the leadership of this church believes in us. Thank you, Pastor John. And again, we thank you. However, I would challenge you to consider how you may support us above and beyond. A few suggestions. You could become a monthly supporter. You could provide a one-time financial gift. Um, Donations of tangible items such as diapers and children's clothing or toys for our Christmas shop. If you receive our newsletter, you'll know that we we had a Christmas shop last year for Christmas and we uh, gave our clients extra points as a way to come in and shop, um, but they also were preparing for it, so some of them saved their points too so they could come in and shop in the Christmas shop. And all of the items were toys that were donated by our supporters and it was such a lovely event and another way for our clients to feel the love of Christ. It helped them out tremendously um, to give their children presents that they might not have otherwise been able to give. Um, and then lastly, I just want to let you know that we have our fall fundraiser, which will be our largest fundraiser, will be in October. Um, it's replacing the annual banquet that we have done in years past, and we're having an improv comedy night, October 14th. We're bringing an improv comedy group up from the Lansing area. Um, it's clean comedy, but have any of you ever seen the show Whose Line Is It Anyway? So it's similar to this. So audience participation is going to happen. <laughs> but it's going to be a fun night. Um, we'll be sending out Save the Date cards in, in July, but watch our website. Um, check out our newsletter. There'll be ways for you can order tickets. Um, but we would just ask that you would consider coming to this. Make it a date night. It'll be family friendly so children can come too. Um, it's just going to be a great night to um, come together as a group of supporters for a great ministry um, and to support the work that we're doing in the Eastern Upper Peninsula. So um, that's all I have. Um, I thank you again for allowing me to come and share this Sunday with you and to speak with you about the work that we're doing. And I want to just encourage you to continue doing the work you're doing in this community. And I will be praying for you as well because you have some great things coming up. And I'm just pleased that you love this community so much and you're, you're doing your best to show the love of Christ. So well done. Thank you. Yeah, questions. Yes, any questions? No. Okay. Well, I'll be around if you have any questions. I have some information up here at the table, too. Oh, there was one, um, a couple books. I didn't bring a whole lot of them, but um, this is Pro Abundant Life. It was written by the CEO of CareNet. 
um, the big care net. And it just kind of talks about what it means to be pro-abundant life. A lot of times pro-lifers, um, pro-choice people accuse pro-life people of only caring about the baby. And that's not true. We definitely care about the baby, but we care about, we care about the mama and the daddy too. Um, but this is about, um, this book talks about abundant life in Christ. And so that's what we are doing ultimately. We want our clients to know Christ and have that abundant life. Um, and then another book is Why Pro-Life by Randy Elkhorn, which is a very good book. Um, just to give you more information about the importance in, of understanding the value of life. It's not just about saving a baby's life. It is truly about understanding our value to God as well as our clients' value as well as the children that they're carrying. So... Um, and those are on the table as well. Thank you. Excuse me. <laughs>